Has anyone heard from Jackie? She said earlier that she wasn't going to be able to make it tonight. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to have to have Gerald give us the old Joyful Miles uh, intro. <laughs> oh, I don't know the Joyful Miles intro, do I? <laughs> you got to go, Joyful Miles! No, I'm not doing it. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, I don't do it either. I <laughs> pitched. <laughs> not my scene. That's a, that's a Jackie trademark. Welcome to episode 12 of the Joyful Miles podcast, the podcast that's all about enjoying life one mile at a time. I'm your host, Rob, and joining us this week, we have Laura. Hi, everybody. And Megan. Hello. And Jackie's not here, but we've got a very special guest in her place, um, somebody that just ran the Dark Side uh, Challenge uh, races at Walt Disney World. Uh, his name is Gerald. Hey, Gerald, say hello. Rob, Laura, Jackie, or not Jackie, it's Megan, right? Hi. <laughs> Um, and we'll get to you in a minute and talk about it, all of the wonderful things you did this weekend and, and a little bit more about yourself and the wonderful channel you have going on. Uh, but first, Thanks. speaking of Dark Side, we just want to give a quick shout out to everybody that completed those races this weekend. I heard it was a hot one uh, for a lot of it, so kind of tough conditions there, but we knew a lot of people down there. And I actually was down there, I went down Sunday night um, for a few days, quick trip, um, and I actually ran into a couple of uh, listeners of the podcast. And they have their own YouTube channel. So it was really cool. Um, their, their YouTube channel is called SideQuest Squad. Uh, so definitely check them out. They're just kind of getting going. Uh, they could definitely use some love, and they're a lot of fun. It was just, it and was they funny. have the cutest profile picture. I just, I, it, we, we are, they're so cute. It was really funny because we were standing there in line just to get a picture at Hollywood Studios uh, with the whole family. And Lauren started talking to them. And I saw the medals, so I was going to say, you know, something about the races. And I heard that they had a YouTube channel, so my ears kind of perked up. And I was like, oh, yeah, me and my friends, we got our channel too, and it's Joyful Miles. And they started screaming and going crazy, and they couldn't believe it. And once they kind of settled down, um, <laughs> we took a picture, and it was a lot of fun. I'm kidding. They didn't overreact that much. What's the name of the group again? Uh, it was SideQuest Squad. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're gamers. They're into the Run Disney races. and What's that? I said Laura's gonna have to put a link down there so I can go check. I them. definitely, oh, yeah, I definitely, definitely will. will. No, she definitely will. Um, but they were a lot of fun. Um, they don't—they're not really up on social media yet. Like I said, they're just kind of getting going, and it's just the two of them. So, trying to figure out um, their thing, but definitely check them out and give them love. It was really cool to see. I love running into people like that, um, and you know, that was great. So, um, what else is going on, Laura? Anything else that we want to talk about before we get going? Princess. Oh, princess princess registration was today <laughs> oh my goodness for general congratulations to everyone who registered a lot of our subscribers did i'm so excited and including gerald gerald's in i am i'll tell you i was lucky i did the early pass holder registration which was what about four or five days ago oh, and uh it was kind of insane uh disney didn't have its act together at first i was on the phone with them five minutes before registration because normally you know you all know when you get in there uh as soon as you pop up the page it'll it'll have kind of inactive links and as soon as you hit that noon hour they turn active well they were not active mm -hmm. and for uh apparently the dbc uh disney vacation club members those links went active at noon but for the annual pass holders they did not and there was a bunch of um, craziness on the Facebook sites. I'm not sure if Laura was following that or if any of you were following it, but 
we were literally pulling our hair out because nobody knew what was going on. Why can't we get into this site? You know how quickly Princess, of all the races, mm -hmm. Princess is like the one that sells out that fast. And it was about an hour uh, until we got in. Wow. Uh, it, there, there was there was a bunch of um, a, a, something happened with the links and you had to refresh your cookies. But I don't know if you know. So uh, I think his name is David. He runs uh, Run Disney Run. He was saying, everybody get in and refresh your cookies. Well, if you refresh your cookies, you actually lose all awesome. the passwords on all of your sites. So you're not able to log in. Yeah, it, it, it was kind of crazy. Um, I actually was in there and I, I, at about 15 minutes after the hour, I made a really kooky decision. I said, you know, I wonder if that, that, um, past participant link is up and running, which I had missed. I don't. I think you did that, Laura, right? Yes. Oh, yes. So did Megan. No, no, you didn't. Anyway, moved on. <laughs> so I, I Googled. I, I, I had the link available. I couldn't find it. So I quickly binged it, Googled it, and, and it popped up, and I clicked. And lo and behold, that since they couldn't get the pass holder links up, they had actually made the past participant links active, and I was able to snag that. Oh, and, and good. People were like, I mean, if you could have read the comments in the Facebook group, I, I was sweating. It, it was worse than running a race just to get Princess. It's just oh, crazy. Take my money. Just take it. I'll throw it at you. <laughs> it's funny. Well, that, I, did, um... I did a video on Run Disney registration tips in the beginning. I was like, does everybody remember the day when there was crash websites and this and that? And I said how the whole process has become a lot easier. And for the most part, it has. So, and then this happens and I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> I watched your video the night before. I was ready to go. I had refreshed everything. I had all of my, everything was ready to go. And then that happened. And I thought, what the heck is going on? Oh my this hasn't happened in a long time. Well, at least I recommend it to, to go into a Facebook group in case there is a problem and people can help each other out. But no, I was writing at the time and I totally lost track of time. And then I went on to social media. I was like, oh, oh it was registration. Ooh. So I, I kind of missed that whole drama. It sounds like a, a good thing. But wow. Wow. You know what I urge people, this is something I, I didn't really know about the past participant link, I think, until um, after the marathon weekend. And Somebody had told me that they they tend to send an email out to people and say, you ran the race before, mm -hmm. eligible to run it again. Well, I've never received that email. And there's a bunch of people, a lot of people say they've never received that. But as long as they can verify you ran the race, they're not going to cancel your registration. So I would urge people, if you did run it, don't do what I did. Don't procrastinate. Right. And think, oh, okay, wait a minute. I don't know if I want to do it because that that's usually on the up. I don't know if you remember. It was like 10 days and then they take it down. So if, if you don't do that, but it is a good way to get into the race and, and guarantee you're going to get yeah. what you want. A lot less stress. <laughs> so much less stressful. Yes. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Well, you know what else I find is odd is what is going on with Lakeside? It's still postponed. The dark uh, Star Wars light side, you can't. They postpone registration and they still have no date when it's going to reopen again. And Darkside is going to be opening again here for the end of May. So I'm kind of curious at what's going on with the light side. But it's May 23rd, if I'm not mistaken, for Darkside. Darkside, yes. Yeah, and it, it'd be interesting to see if that past participant link we've just been talking about probably pops up in the next couple of days. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Lightside out there. I still think 
my whole that's a whole conversation for another day there's the wish list, wish list we've been talking about i actually think they should flip-flop the years every once in a while and bring light side here and you know i think for those of us on the east coast it might be easier to do the light side one year and then dark side the next so. yeah yeah that's a good notion i like that one i'll do it one of these years so one of these years well, let's talk about this year <laughs> absolutely um, so gerald so did you did you run the races last year I did the inaugural year, um, and it was it was dramatically different. Uh, you know, that was my first year of Disney races, so I really had no, really no idea what I was getting into. I mean, the half marathon for me in January of 2016 was kind of a total blur. Um, it was my first ever half marathon, first race. Um, I did the 10K for the Enchanted, which, you know, frankly, the, the, the 10Ks and 5Ks are so big, you kind of... It's, you don't really know what you're getting into. And then that was the first challenge I did was the inaugural year mm -hmm. of, of the dark side, um, Star Wars dark side half marathon weekend. And uh, it, they really did a lot of changes. I, I think they heard what people. I'm curious to hear all about that because I, I ran it last year as well, um, good and bad. Um, but I heard. So you remember there? Yeah, there were a lot of complaints. There were some oh, yeah. real complaints about the courses, about mm -hmm. um, how it was organized. Uh, and I think they heard. I think they listened to what people said. And they made some really big changes this year, uh, you know, with the course maps. Now, I didn't do the 5K, so I really have no reference on that. In fact, I, I'm trying to think if I've ever run a 5K at Disney. I don't think I have. And I know that it's a completely different beast that you guys can explain a little bit about how I, they're, they're larger. And I don't even know, can you get your running groove on in a 5K at Disney? I, you know, or, or are you mostly walking for three miles? I love the 5K. Yes, yes. Which is why you need to do the Princess 5K. They're still available. I should probably sign up. <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> so, yeah, there were a lot of big changes. And I'll let you guys kind of, if you want to um, kind of lead me down the path here, we can talk about each one. I've got some of the 10K video. You can see this is one of the big changes right here behind me. Uh, the different, there's uh, Kylo Ren. And it was the way that they organized the characters this year. Oh was completely different. Uh, if, and I'll tell you, this. so this is the 5K or the 10K. And they had at least, I, I didn't see them all. And you have to remember, I come from a, a, a my visual standpoint is a little bit different than most people because I'm kind of limited into about a 10 to 20 foot mm -hmm. scope. Uh, but I do walk around a lot. And I would say there were probably about 10 oh, yeah. stops just, just there right before you went into the corrals. And that was a whole big difference oh, too. Oh, fantastic. If you ever see um, view was a channel of you from the cheap seats, the um, YouTube channel, um, the guy, he went to the race, like after uh, it started and he showed the sign where the character lines opened at six. He went and got pictures with every single picture with uh, every single character. Sorry. Uh, before like the runners came in, <laughs> I was like, that is a really good concept. No lines, great pictures. He had some great interactions. So if anyone's curious, I'll go ahead and enter the link below. It was a good video. I am Sorry. curious. So when did he say he, he got in line? Well, this was for the half marathon, I believe. Um, but he said that on the banner that I, I, I know you're going to get to later on, um, it said that the characters were going to come because they have the characters before the race. And then they take a break when everyone, you know, when the race is starting and then they brought them back at six o'clock in the morning. So when, you oh, know, the, 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 
Yeah, I think it might have been the 10K. I can't remember. But anyway, it was really cool to see, you know, someone that came into the race, got these nice character pictures, and then he went and filmed at the finish line. But I'm, I'm getting off, off course here. But <laughs> no, I no, no, that's okay. I mean, I think that, you know, the whole process was really different. And, and I, I guess I don't, you know, so somebody else may have to talk about the 5K, but we can talk about just really where they started these races. Now, from the standpoint of somebody who's only done 18 months worth of Disney races here at Walt Disney World, the fact that these all started in the uh, the southern part of the TTC, the Ticketing and Transportation Center parking lot, I don't know that that's ever happened before. I've never heard uh, of that. No, I think it's a first. That was one of that's the things now. that stood out for me. So, so did, you, did you run these, Rob? Last year I ran them. I didn't run them this year. Okay, so you didn't. So they literally really had. They, this was a, a rewrite of how they did the entire um, course map for for a race at, at Walt Disney World, and they they moved um, and, and to, to have two different courses that started from the same point just south of Magic Kingdom, and uh, both ended at the exact same place. And I think it's the Explore lot that's usually where they have the, the finish line, except for last year, uh, which was at Wide World of Sports. But it was a really unique experience because the bus ride from the resort hotel I stayed at the Swan was shorter. Uh, it, uh, I'd say it was, a f- I mean, and think about that a minute. That's what's interesting. I always stay at the Swan. When they start the race at Epcot, it actually takes longer for me to get to the to the starting line than when they started it at Ticketing and Transportation Center, and it just has to do with the way that I guess you know the roads run. You have to go all the way around to get to Epcot. This was like a straight shot up into Magic Kingdom, and um, everything was there. Most people know that when you start a race at Walt Disney World, you go through security. Mm-hmm. Um, they changed that a little bit this time, which I think they started the changes during Princess. It used to be that if you had on a, um, a running belt, you had to go into a separate line for them to screen you. Mm-hmm. They've, they've kind of consolidated this now and said, no, if you have a gear bag, you go that way. Everyone else go this way. And the security guards basically say, let me look in your bag. They, they're not kind of splitting every because, you know, a lot of people don't carry anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got about 10 pounds of gear on me, so. Why well, wear a sparkle skirt, put it in my pockets. <laughs> so <laughs> I probably should put a sparkle skirt over it. They won't, be, they won't want to go through I it. But, should. Uh, I, I'd like to see that costume the next time. I, I dare. Oh, I'm guessing you wore a costume, so you didn't have to go through massive amounts of security. Is that the shirt you have on, the costume you wore? This is what I wore, yeah. This, and there was a, a shirt back here. Um, that was a long sleeve version for the 10K. And I did have a hat on. Um, they had, I will say that um, a little confusing because there are some strict costume rules. And I think, Laura, you might want to put like a link down there to what those costume rules are. Um, right. And they specifically, I remember the email came out a few weeks before, uh, you know, they try to get you ready for these things. So they put a lot of messages in your inbox. And one of the things they really tried to press upon was no layered costumes. And it said specifically Jedi robes, uh, no bulky costumes like Death Stars or TIE Fighters, um, and no guns. So that, you know, you can't have a blaster. Well, right. I saw people dressed in Jedi robes. I saw I, in the video, which I'm not sure if we've gotten there yet, there's a whole group of people dressed as TIE Fighters, mm-hmm. huge wings on their arms. 
Um, and I swear I saw a couple of blasters out there and, and long flowing robes. You know, the robes are supposed to go to your waist. Um, right, right. I saw these things trailing on the ground. So uh, a little confused. I, I think they're being lenient is the best that I can think of. Did you see anyone? Sorry, go ahead, Megan. I, I think, you know, I, the weather was a huge factor. So, I, I, you know, not to not to push ahead to, you know, I mean, I think it's re related to costumes, but for people who had very elaborate costumes and then thinking about how hot it was, I mean, I, you know, the one thing I saw is I know there were a lot of people who were very sick at the end just because of the heat oh. and had not necessarily planned for the heat. Um, you know, it reminds me of the inaugural uh, Tower of Terror 10-miler, which everyone wants to come back. But, you know, that's another conversation for another day. But how did that, did that impact your costume at all? The fact of the heat? And I know other people, you know, obviously okay. didn't have. So, Mike, um, I was really smart in the costume. I try to be smart with them because um, it is running. Now, you know, during Princess, I was not. You saw me. Oh my gosh! Uh, it, it was it was layered. I had a vest. You, I had a jacket. You soldiered through, though. You were you were tough. You you did a good job. That's pretty. It's beautiful too. It's a gorgeous costume. I will tell you, uh, but it was only what sixty degrees, fifty eight degrees. So right. it, it was it was close to seventy degrees. I think at the start of mm -hmm. this year's race, um, it was warm last year, Rob. If I remember correctly, last yeah. year too. But it, wasn't it was also this overcast. So. It I didn't feel so like this, it was that bad. So this thing, I decided to wear a hat for the 10K and and then the long sleeve shirt, which is compression, fortunately. But I will tell you, we got about a mile in and I was dripping. Ooh. I run. I mean, I know I, I do the walk run thing, you know, when I have to, but I do run. Um, so, you know, I was, I was just, I was sweating and I don't, I can't imagine, you know, somebody, there was a guy who ran by me and he just looked like he was drenched and he was head-to-toe Jedi in the white robes. And I thought, okay, that's just crazy, you know. Oh, my goodness. It does impact your, your choices. Um, I I live here, so I, I'm a little bit I, – I kind of get it with the heat and humidity, and you sometimes have to think ahead. Uh, and April's hot, so, you know, I didn't go too later like some others do. Mm -hmm. You know, so where, where, are we, where are we going? What's next? What are you going to do for a good costume, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> this one, this is perfect for the half marathon. And I know they can't see that, but it's, it's a uh, Rob for the podcast. It's, you know, it's a short sleeve compression shirt and, you know, base layer basically was perfect for, um, for a 70 degree morning in, in Orlando, which that's a hot run. I don't know, you know, if anybody, I train in that almost every day. It was 80 degrees this morning. And, um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I did three miles this morning, and it, it's, it's you know you I get used to it, but for a lot of people coming in from out of town, my running buddy lives in Boston. It, it was excruciating to run at seventy degrees at you know five thirty six in the morning. So, uh, but they you know I think we're all there. To, I don't know. Most of us are there to have fun. I know people who just kind of fly through the race, but uh, you mm -hmm. know you need to have fun. That's why you dress up. Absolutely. Did your did your dog go for his training run today? <laughs> you know, uh, Spanky, Spanky, unfortunately, is a Frenchie. He can only come out uh, <laughs> if it's like under seventy. Now we're going to have a cold front come through, but he's, right. he's yeah, his training run's going to be about a point five k, so he'll be fine. 
eventually when we do the, are you guys doing the virtual runs too? Did you sign up for those? I'm doing one. I'm doing one. Uh, okay. But for those who don't know what I'm talking about, he has an adorable puppy that he's going to do uh, the virtual runs. Not the whole one, but what did you say? Like uh, 0.5 miles or something? 0.5. Yeah, I will link his video below where he talks about that. But, but oh my goodness, the coach French is quite, quite uh, cute. Yeah, anybody who knows a French bulldog, they've got a pushed-up head and nose, and and um, they don't do well in the heat. So it, I, I just got to be, you know you have to be careful with them. It's, yeah. Okay, so uh, um, the course. I guess I we're talking about that entry area. I have a um, question, Gerald. When did you go to the expo? Yes, I did go to the expo. Yes. When did you go? Because I'm just curious about uh, the crowds and when was a good time. Because it's always hit or miss, you know, whether you go early or later. So when did you end up going? So past experience for me for the expos, uh, and I know we all have kind of different experiences. I've, um, for most of these races, I've bought the race retreat. And Disney has added in, um, this year they added in something really cool, which is you could actually go a couple of hours before everyone else. If you did the race retreat, yes, um, which was a, uh, it was incredible uh, during Princess and during um, the marathon weekend, at least the day that wasn't canceled. Um, for for Star Wars Dark Side, I went on the first day, and I I, I didn't go right first thing in the morning because you always there's always that crush in the morning. Everybody coming in from the mm -hmm. resorts, and they want the uh, and you guys know what these are better than me. I'm not really big into the merch. Um, I think, Megan, I think I've heard you say that before in some of the podcasts that you have enough stuff. Um, Doesn't stop me from buying more. Yeah, I do have enough stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the bags and the glasses, and I think you know what the brands are. Um, Uni, Uni and Burke. I heard okay. the bag was, I heard it was awesome too, but I never saw a picture. It was, so, it was awesome. <laughs> all right. Well. This, is what, you know, this is why I don't choose to go early. Because uh, I kind of want to let everybody get what they want. I mean, the things that I would pick are, are not going to be a handbag and, and a, a wine glass. Um, really? No, I'm not really into all the tchotchkes. And I, 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 I had so much, you know, from my many years of life that I, I really don't know if I need to add any more to it. The only thing I got was a pair of socks, uh, 2XU. Uh, Fit to Run has a big center... Um, they take up the whole center of the, the expo. I mean, if you guys have been there before, you know, it's usually fit to run. They're out of Florida mall here and, um, and, uh, downtown Disney, Disney Springs, they have a store. And so I got some socks and I got, uh, goo gels because I lost my box of goo gels. And, and then I didn't even use them because I don't know what it is. I get so crazy into the running and the, the videotaping. I forget to use them. Um, but yeah, I didn't know. I didn't do a lot of, uh, didn't do a lot of merchandise this time. Uh, did talk to Jeff Galloway. I always try to talk to Jeff Galloway. Oh, and, he's so lovely. But it, it wasn't that crowded. It, um, from about uh, 11 in the morning on that first day until 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon when I was there, about four hours, it was easy. It, it seemed uh, like a light crowd. You know, these, these races aren't as big as some of the other ones. Uh, they still had bibs available. I think you may have been a little um, shocked by that when we were, yeah. we were messaging back and forth. Yes, I was surprised. I, I run Disney booth and uh, my whole goal was uh, I knew what I kind of knew what I wanted. And I, I was asking about a wine and dine half marathon bid and, um, and they didn't have them. 
they don't have the 10K, they don't have the half marathon, but they have the two course challenge. And I said, that's kind of crazy. And they said, yeah, we know. We, we always sell out of the half marathon on 10K. It's the, it's the challenge that's left over. And, and she looked at me, she said, and go figure, we've got about 2,000 bibs left for this race, for the Star Wars half marathon. Wow. It, it, it's 16,000, around 16,000 participants. Wow. So, Do you know what, though? I think, I mean, anyone with school-age kids in certain states, this is around the time of state assessment testing. So you have it, you have the, you know, holidays, um, people's spring breaks are at different times. I, I think it's just a tough, at least for me, it's a tough time of year. I can't be, a, well, I can be. You know, my kids ate Pop-Tarts every day, so um, they can do that. It, it, the, the theme parks seemed as crowded as they could be. I mean, it, it, it still was kind of the tail end of spring break. But I think you're right. I think there are a lot of people who have already done their spring break. They were already in that testing. I think there's a little bit of surprise, though, that they had so many bibs left over for the half marathon. And, um, you know, and we've talked, I think we've messaged about that. And you've discussed that um, with Joyful Miles. Uh, this, uh, there's a lot of questioning going on. Why are some races selling out? Why are others not? Um, I mean, there's a lot of theory out there that, that there's there's a lot of races all over the United States now, and there's a little bit of a saturation point that's been reached. Uh, running's popular, but it may be waning a little bit. And um, yeah, I've read a couple of articles on this. It, you know, who knows? Who knows why this one didn't? And I think this is the best one. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. So, I so really, I really go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, Laura. So of the races, so this past weekend, so if you compare it, what made this race, you know, and not necessarily talking about the other races, but what made what made this either the challenge, the 10K or the half better in your perspective? Or, or is it the characters? Is it the theming? Um, obviously, the weather's not necessarily ideal for a, a run, at least not from those of us that are more north. But what well, what makes it the best in your perspective based upon what you've you've done in the past? You know, they really did a, a terrific job of staging this one. Mm-hmm. And I, there's not much you can do on a course. I mean, during Princess, of course, you're going to have the princesses out there. And, of course, I'm always stopping and talking to people and asking, who is that? Because, I, I, you know, unless you have little girls, you may not know all of the princesses um, or the princess princes, for that matter. So, you know, there's so much you can do. It. This was really well staged this year. Yeah. I mean, it was good last year, but they took it up a notch, especially on the half marathon. And the first, you, you know, people can go and look. Um, I did a video, and I know that you're going to put some some uh, graphics up, and and folks can kind of go and look at the course map, and you know, you can go, wow, the, that half marathon was kind of boring for the first four miles. There really was not much that they. If you look at where this went. It was swampland and forest. I mean, b- between the ticketing and transportation center in Animal Kingdom, there really isn't a lot to see, and it's pitch black dark. But they filled in every gap that they could, and, and it, it, I would say it was like every half mile. There was something unique, and 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 I, you can show it if you want. That there was this battle that you had to run through for about a tenth of a mile. Uh, until you hit the first mile marker, mile marker two, I would say, um, was Darth Vader. 
but there was this Ewok battle. Now, I know a lot of people, um, the video I put up, they, uh, they, were, they were upset if they started in F or G corral, um, and they were in one of those later waves with the fireworks because they had many waves now. And mm-hmm. by the time some of the folks got to the forest area around mile two, the sun was coming up and there wasn't much to see. But it, it was the most, in- I mean, for somebody who can't see, I enjoyed it. And it was the most incredible feeling to have these laser beams shooting at you with that music. And it's so, they, they used the darkness to their advantage to play with your senses they had uh, fog and smoke going, green and blue. I call them lasers. They weren't really. It was it, They were using some kind of high-powered LED lights, and they were shooting in beams. And, of course, you know, when you use the smoke, you can see those beams. And to just see the bodies, I mean, it, it, anybody who wants to go watch that little segment that I put up um, as quickly as I could a week ago, that's typically how I see a race anyway. Mm-hmm. When I run, I don't have a lot of reference points. I don't have a lot of detail. There's, I just see kind of a lot of out-of-focus bodies. And everybody got to do that with me. And to see these, to hear the Ewoks screaming at you and, Ch- and Chewbacca screaming at you and the music was playing, it was a pretty, um, inter- it was a really unique situation. It was a really unique experience. Um during this, the race. And, just to clarify, was this during the 10K or the half? Because I just okay, yeah, I think we skipped ahead a little bit. The 10K, uh, the 10K, they, you know, was was pretty standard. Um, I would tell you that the fireworks, I, I still wish that they would um, pump up the volume on the fireworks a little bit with the 10Ks. You know, when they do the little, and you see three little sparklers come up, you know, people, people want to see a little bit more than that. It is Disney World. Um, all the characters were out there. I, I, I mean, I was. I just looked through some of the video, and they were there. They had uh, every half mile. Um, you know, they they try to space everything so well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my reference point. It's hard for me unless I go back and look at the video. I always don't really don't remember yeah. who was where. I do know that the first stop was uh, was R two D two, and um, it, it it was crazy. I, I, there had to be two or three hundred people in that line, and I I, wow. I think I. Sp- remember going as I was running because typically what I do is I'll see the line I can tell that it's a line I'll kind of run down it get to the front and get a little video and you know I, I could tell that that was R2-D2 it's a little you know trash can sized robot and so I start running again there are two uh, women next to me and I said to them so where were how long have you guys been waiting in line and they said oh about five minutes and I said oh well that's not bad and and I said, well, you know, what, what corral were you in? And they had, so I started during, I was uh, wave three. So they, as I don't know if you know that they started this during princess. Right. Well, I right. think they started during marathon, didn't they? Yes. Mm-hmm. Marathon weekend. Did they really? Now, yes. they must have done it in later corrals because I, um, my video they did was it for the 5K, the 5K and the 10K. I didn't run either of them. And clearly okay. none of us ran the half. But they um, they started it for the 5K and the 10K. So it was the first time they did it. And I know there was some feedback, you know, in favor, some against. But I, I thought for Princess it worked really well for the 5K and the mm-hmm. 10K, the waves. 
my my perspective on it from from Princess was pretty unique. Is that I didn't know that they were doing that. <laughs> so here I am shooting video, and you expect when you you know you you know Corral A is going to go, you're going to see some fireworks. Corral right. B, and it was really kind of it was a little it it was jarring because you didn't kind of know what was going on, and then you figure out, oh wait a minute, they're doing separate waves here they're kind of uh, getting in between some of the runners and so they did that again and there were so there were six corrals for the 10k this video which i don't know what's going on with it there it is uh there were there were six corrals a through f they do the wheelchair division and then they do a through f but there were 19 mini waves and they were i will i would tell you that they were very specific this time which i thought was um a really nice thing to do because i think a little a lot of people were really thrown by princess and the fact that they were, we didn't know what they were doing. They made sure they said it all the time. They said it uh, during the opening ceremonies, you know, while they have the fun with the games and they're giving away prizes and, and playing the trailer. Uh, people are getting their pictures taken. They said it several times during that. And they said it as they were doing mm-hmm. the fireworks. This is what we're doing, folks. We're going to do A and then A2 and then B and B2. And there were 19 waves, which is pretty interesting. So the mm-hmm. women that I caught up with, they were in wave number one, I was in wave number three. So they should have been, what, a good six to 10 minutes ahead of me. And they waited in that line to get their picture taken. But that's okay. That's what people do. And I think, uh, you know, that's the joy of Disney. That's what I do. (laughs) Absolutely. I I pick and choose the battles. Um, I'm still, I still struggle. I'm not sure how you guys would characterize it. I struggle a little bit with, you had to because of your foot. But I struggle with walking. Um, I struggle with slowing my time down. Like I think, okay, wait, this is still, I'm so new to running. I, I, I guess in my head, I think a race should be a race. Um, and then you listen to, to and I, I'll put it in air quotes, real runners who poo-poo the whole walk-run thing. And I just say, you know what? I'm kind of getting used to this now and I get it. Mm-hmm. The characters are there for a reason. Disney has, they make this fun for a reason. You've got to stop and get your picture taken. Yeah. So I've, I've started to dial back on the, you know, I have to keep a 12 minute pace or a 10 minute pace. And, and I, I've been able to slow down a little bit, get some better video. Uh, I, I know a friend of mine, um, I, I, he was two corrals ahead of me. I think he was an A and uh, he finished almost back with the people from F. His, his, his uh, finish time was a 20 minute pace per mile. And that was on purpose because he wanted to get a picture mm-hmm. with every single character. So more power to you. That's exactly what Disney's whatever. That's what they're all about. So, okay, where were we? You guys, you can leave the, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> we're having a great conversation. I don't even know where we're at. Let's just roll. <laughs> I don't know if you guys think it's, think that the experience for all of the races is pretty much the same. The lines for the first few characters typically tend to be really long in the beginning. I, uh, is that what you found? Oh yeah, yeah. I, for Princess, it seemed like everything was long. There, I just I don't recall seeing a short line. Wait, no, for Jeannie, for the Princess Half Marathon, Jeannie at the golf cart where the uh, uh, the golf cart uh, club is. Where was that? Um, what is that yes. near thing? But I remember the that line was, was short. Yes, the line uh, was short. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I. In and fact, actually, yeah. Buzz Lightyear is always short too, because no one sees Buzz. He's on the right in Tomorrowland, and the cor- the cur- the course curves to the left, and he's on the right, and no one sees him. So that line is always short. But, That's because yeah. we're always going to the bathroom. That's you stop to go in Tomorrowland. True, very true. 
Well, at least I do. But I would. I think that the, the, the they really did stack a few of the better characters toward the front of the 10K and half marathon. Uh, they did that actually during the inaugural year of Star Wars. They put R2-D2 and C-3PO um, in the beginning. So I think people really want to get, and they don't, they are not at the, um, the beginning of the race at, uh, you know, the corral zone. So if you want your picture with them, I think that's where people, you, it's, it's the only place to get it because they're not, they're not before and after. So you have to do it while you're running the race. I, I just have this thing when I see a line that has more than 50 people in it, uh, I'm pretty much going to keep moving. I, you know, I'm not the fastest runner in the bunch. And uh, I, I met a few people who, who could keep an eight minute pace between those character stops. I can't do that. And uh, with a GoPro in your hand, if you're trying to get video, that's not going to happen either. I mean, that, that tends to take a little of my focus away. So um, yeah, I pick and choose. I, I think I'm with Laura and I do remember princess. It was the second half of the race. It was after the uh, Magic Kingdom after the princes and princesses where things started thinning out a lot. And I, my, my theory on this is, is always been the same. I think that um, people tend to, they tend to stop if they're in one of the, the first six or seven corrals thinking I'm fine. And they'll stop at some of these early character stops. And some of those lines had, to, I mean, I know those women told me five minutes, but those lines looked a lot longer than that. And and maybe if you were in A, it was five minutes, but by the time B got up there, it was a good 10 to 15 minute wait for your picture. So, you know, I tend to run through those early ones. And I think a lot of people get stuck there. They start losing their time. They start looking at what their pacing is overall and realize they can't do it later. And uh, I, I think if you're willing to wait, sometimes, you can get a, a picture toward the end of the race. I, I don't know that's the better characters. Um, I would you agree with me on that one? Or Guys? if you get yeah, or if you get to what we're after the sweep uh, point is. Like I know once you're in Epcot or Princess, you know you can't be swept, so you can stop for like you know I got the picture with Daisy. Of course, there was like hardly any line for that one. So I guess people are just getting ready to finish. But something I noticed, I did watch your preview video and I loved it. I can't wait for the rest of your content. But I saw a list on like one of those uh, banner stands of all the characters that they had out. This was for the half, correct? Yes. And this is this is new. I have never seen anything where they list all the characters were that. That was pretty. That was fantastic. Uh, I mean, and I'd have to go back and look. <laughs> What you're talking because I don't remember a lot of the stuff. I don't physically see the stuff that I'm shooting sometimes, but yes, I think they did have that. Um, there were there were twice as many characters in the beginning before you even hit the corral than there were during the inaugural year. And I don't know if Rob can talk well, I was a little say, bit. Gerald, one of the one of my favorite. There definitely wasn't a lot of quote unquote characters. I felt there was a lot of photo ops like the stationary photo ops. But one of the things I loved last year was the regular Joes dressed up in the Star Wars characters. There was a lot of yeah. them. And they, and they were they were fantastic. They were a lot of fun. Uh, we got to stop and, and, and talk to some of them along the way. Did, did you see any of that this year? You know, I didn't see as much of it. I, I really did not see as many. I, somebody told me, uh, somebody was saying that in Anaheim, um, people will do that. 
mm-hmm. in the city. You'll see people cosplay in every costume, you know, under the rainbow when it comes to Star Wars. I, I don't know that I saw a lot of... But like last year, I know they, they were hanging out in the studios um, for the half marathon. I think they were right beyond the um, Fantasmic stage. Right. And, and then uh, just past Tower of Terror. And then they were in were they also... There was a bunch of them in Animal Kingdom. And then they were so a ton of them in this... World of Sports. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say, yeah. So they did have, uh, I want to say both the 10K and the half marathon this year, one of the, uh, a little bit of a unique thing that they did that I don't remember um, ever in any other race. So there are a lot of cast members who play the different roles, uh, stormtroopers, rebellion captains and generals, You've got your your um, you know your your rebellion uh, people from uh, the rebel side. I mean, I could, and one of the things they did, especially uh, I it, I know it was going into Hollywood Studios and it was very unique. As soon as you ran uh, into uh, both Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios, there were about thirty of them standing just inside the gate, and they had no handlers. And it was a um, a selfie station, which I don't think I've ever seen before with Disney cast members in co- in costume. So you basically had the opportunity where you and other runners could take your picture with all of these these uh, Star Wars characters, and you I mean we you could put your arm around them, which you know you typically don't do that with a lot of the princesses and princes and and the Darth Vader's and the main characters. But these were huge lines. I mean, we're talking um, a good 50 feet of 40 or 50 characters. And do you think that that's because, sorry, do you, do you think that's because, I, I know I saw a message that Run Disney had sent out that due to the extreme weather conditions, the character stops and the character appearances may be less because obviously they can only be out for so long and, you know, maybe they don't want to burn that many costumes, you know, by subbing them in and out. But I guess, I guess that's my question is, is people are very into, know. you know, not that people aren't into, question. not that people aren't into, um, you know, dressing up as princesses, but you, you definitely have a different subset of individuals that are into Star Wars and like mm-hmm. really gung ho into it. So if you have the opportunity to dress up in your favorite character and do those things, and then obviously you're adding more ability for people to stop it, maybe you know an option. You've got an extra guest here. Yeah, that's, um, that's H. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I mean, Robbie brought up a really good point. I, I, I personally, I, I remember seeing a few people. Now, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I remember if they were cast members or not last year. I thought no, most I of those they're just regular dressed. people that, that Disney let you know come in and just dressed up, and it was. I think that added to the whole experience because that's what Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. You know, if you think of the Star Wars fan base, it's, that's not the line of characters from the inaugural year we saw, for instance, at. Um, Animal Kingdom, and then again at the end of the race in yeah. Wide World Sports. Yeah, so like, so go ahead, Rob. No, I was going to say like so when you came in and when you were coming through Animal Kingdom, I'm I'm almost positive every character stop in Animal Kingdom was actually just people dressed up. I don't think there was like an official quote unquote stop because it wasn't. I don't think any of them had handlers. It was just people hanging out dressed up. Um, 
And then as you left Animal Kingdom, they were all like lined up, like you know, just one one after another. It was stormtroopers. It was everything. It, it just kind of as you're running out, cheering you on. I was I was able to kind of stop and take some pictures quickly with them. Um, I just thought they were a blast. And and you know I. I would scratch my head because I actually thought and was under the impression that most of those people were cast members, uh, but they could be. They could be other, you know, because, you know, Disney is very strict on. Um, they really are. They really frown upon people wearing masks if they're not a cast member. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of question whether or not they were cast members or not. Um, I mean, there are people who dress up in the, the, you know, the, the pilots, the rebellion pilots. Some of those people were actually not cast members, but I don't think that they would allow a stormtrooper on property who isn't. Well, I remember, and I don't know how it is now, but when they did the star Wars weekends, um, if you remember those from a couple of years ago, they used to have the stormtroopers come out. Uh, they do the March every day, but in the beginning of the, of the day, they would have stormtroopers come out and like, man, the, you know, they'd have them on top of the entrance and just kind of, you know, securing the area those were actually there's a group um the star Wars nerd to me isn't remembering the name of them <laughs> um but there are just a group of people that dress up, they make their own costumes and dress up as stormtroopers and that's who disney enlisted to do those things so it's, oh, not, you know, cool. it's not on i think it would be very fascinating if somebody who maybe somebody out there knows because i i was under the assumption that all of those people worked for disney um, Especially if they're in the parks, I would imagine the same. If they were in the parks before it's opening, dressed in in character, I would I would think the same thing that they were cast members. Yeah, Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in in Hollywood Studios. In I I just would have a I don't know that they'd allow somebody off the street to come in with a stormtrooper helmet on. Right. Uh, I'll right. ask. I got some connections. I'm pretty sure uh, somebody's gonna let us know. <laughs> but yes. I, I'm pretty so sure. I, I, actually, I actually have a question. So. You know, um, you know, back to to the races in general is, you you know, you ran the inaugural, you ran this past year and you, you know, I'll go back to say that, you know, earlier in in the discussion, you said that they're your, they are your favorite. If you could change anything, any recommendations that, you know, if you get the little survey for how did you like this race, what would you say? I mean, was it perfect the way it was? I mean, obviously take out the mother nature piece of it. You're a little bit more used to the weather than some of us, but is there anything you'd change or do differently? Are you specifically Star Wars? Yeah, specifically this weekend. So the 10K and or the half. Well, I, you know, I do bring up the inaugural, which Rob will remember. Um, there was a, a stretch of the course back during the first year, just a year ago, where, uh, you know, you hit it. And as, as they as they made a, a sharp right turn off of Osceola Parkway into the middle of a what a gravel road in the woods and uh, people were just shocked that at Disney world, you were running off the road in the dirt. It's that side uh, I mean, entrance in a wide world of sports. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's right. what they did for tower of terror. And it was, it was, I mean, I know people love tower of terror, the inaugural one, but it. it was horrible from, well, maybe it's because my friend projectile vomited on the back of me around mile nine, but it was really, it was, it was another hot and humid, I mean, it was 90, 90 degrees, one hundred percent humidity at ten o'clock at night. So it was it was a rough race, especially for anyone who wasn't handling it. But it was dark, and you went on that dirt road, so you yes. couldn't you had no idea what you were doing. I think so. I think just to give you an example, of what you said, I think Disney does listen sometimes, and I think that's why this course was changed. Good, um, that's good. Yeah, I, I think you know. 
frankly, I think a lot of runners don't like running around wide world sports. Any of us who've done the marathon know how boring that three miles around the loop around wide world of sports kind of is. Um, it, it's necessary. You have to fill in the mile, but for a shorter race, like a 10 K or a half marathon, it just seems so unnecessary. And the one really good thing they did this year after the, after at least for the half marathon, I would say, you know, for, for both of them, for the 10 K it would be during the first two miles. And then for the, the half marathon after the first four miles, they really stuck the boring part of it. The long stretch on the road, you know, through the, through that, the, the, the access roads with the woods and past the, past the, um, the animal barns. If y'all know what I'm talking about with, with the nice smells, Mm -hmm. that's all in the beginning. So for the 10 K, once you got to about mile three, it was, it was Hollywood studios around the boardwalk. And I mean, the whole end of the race was so just, where, so where did you actually, and, and I think this is good for people who are listening, because I, I think that may have also impacted the individuals who did not do it this year because they weren't fond of the course potentially in the inaugural year. And the course had not been released, right, if I remember correctly, until right before the race. Right before. So so can you describe how the 10K, and sorry, Laura, I don't mean to usurp this, but or Rob, but where did the 10K start? And I know we talked about the Transportation Ticket Center, but where, how did it run in the half then as well? Okay, so anybody who knows the Transportation Ticketing Center, um, it's, it's a really large parking lot. And, yes. and I think the, the big shock for a lot of us who live here and have annual passes, we couldn't believe that they were actually physically taking up part of the Magic Kingdom parking lot for a run Disney event. I mean, think about that a minute. Yeah. The Magic Kingdom fills up every day. And yet they chose to do this, and it was a really smart move. There was no long, you know, 10, 15, 20-minute walk to your corral. It was right there. You got your picture taken with Kylo Ren. You went over and got a picture with Boba Fett. And then you you walked two minutes to your your corral, and you got in the corral. It it was right there, and it was compact, and they took up a – I think I heard – thought I heard somebody say it was the Mulan lot, but I, I'm not sure how they, they segment them out, but it was, so it was a real far Southern end. But if you think about that, they took a whole lot at the Magic Kingdom. Then the end was of course at Epcot where it normally is at the Explore lot, I believe. So this, you started, you started at the Magic Kingdom. You kind of ran, I, I'd like to, I was actually kind of joking as we were going, because you kind of ran backwards you know, normally when you're running, the, the biggest, the highlight of every, most of the races, you actually get to see the Magic Kingdom sign as you're running down the road and you go through the gates. You actually went through the, you, you came out that. So you didn't get to see, you were, it was kind of leaving you from behind. So right. that was, you, you took that route down World Drive and it was a pretty straight shot. Um, the first two miles, two and a half miles. And wide. And it was open. I mean, it's a wide, wide. Race. It was, it was dark. It was, it, they had stopped the traffic. It was open and and it was just, yeah, it was a straight shot right down world drive. And, um, I know I, I had a little issue, uh, as we closed in toward the ramps to get up onto, um, and I'm, you know, my, my roads are a little off. I think it's Buena Vista. You kind of do a little loop to get up into Hollywood studios. And, um, they, they, they put some cones and barriers in the middle of the road. I cannot figure out for the life of me why. 
uh, as, as I go back and look at the video, I, I'm not sure what they were doing because people were running on both sides of the cones. And I, I kind of, uh, with my lack of vision, I kind of got pushed a little bit into those. And I was doing some hurtling and leapfrogging as I'm because I can't see them. So for somebody like me running and all of a sudden these things are popping up in my visual field, one, you know, two feet in front of my, my legs. And here I'm trying to jump them. Oh boy. Oh, that's yeah, there's a little, go ahead. That's not good. Yeah. No. It, it's something I'm going to have to go back and look at the video because I'm really, I don't know why they did that there. It's, it's, it's the, it was the access road that got you, um, toward the part into the parking lot for Hollywood studios. And I think one side was open for traffic. So the other side was for runners only, but why they put these cones in the, everybody was running in the middle of everybody's running. There was no reason to have the cones there in the middle of the runners. Unless they're there all the time. When there's a speed bump, they give like a thousand caution runners, speed bumps ahead, caution runners, cheap. I mean, you, you didn't need for not getting any warning about that. You know, it's, it's surprising. I don't want to blame other runners. Cause I, I, I really probably should have something on my back. that says visually impaired runner or something that tells people, Hey, don't push me into that, you know, that cone because I'm not going to be able to see it. But that was one little surprise. And, but yeah, it, it, the 10K was a very interesting run. It, it was a couple of miles down World Drive. You took a little bit of a, a loop on the, um, the ramp. And I will tell you, very interesting. Uh, you know, normally they run us up onto these ramps and they tend to be um, crazy angle. So, you know, your, upper, your, 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 your uphill leg is getting uh, more of a workout than your downhill leg. And, and, and then... You end up going up a um, quite a bit of an incline until you get up on top of the overpass, and I, I'd I'd have to look at why, but none of that was in there. Uh, it, it was a, <laughs> it was a lesser ramp. The hill was shorter. It wasn't as big, and I don't remember the 10k being uh, as difficult as some of the past 10ks, like like during Princess or or um, I'm trying to think of the other ones during Wine and Dine. But it, yeah, and so you, you get into Hollywood Studios, they ran us, uh, I have to remember which way we ran on the 10K here around the boardwalk. Um, boardwalk 10K was, you ran past the Yacht and Beach Club. Mm -hmm. So you went on the, the north side of the lagoon there around the, the, the boardwalk resort area and out through the, into the back international gate uh, by uh, Britain and Canada, and then you hooked... Uh, up the promenade there toward the ball toward uh, spaceship earth and and out i mean it was it was a pretty quick run uh, i mean i say quick for my 14 minute pace because i was trying to get a video but um yeah it, it was a very it was it was a nice i thought it was kind of an easy run this time mm -hmm. and uh it was it was visual uh, they do something now megan so you said you haven't run these correct you haven't run the star wars I have not run the Star Wars. So, you know, during Princess, uh, for anybody who's run Princess or, and I'm trying to think, I don't think I've seen this during Wine and Dine, and I'm not sure what they do during Marathon Weekend, because it's been a blur for me most weekends, but but they put the big screens up where they'll play movies. Yes, yes. Okay. They do a, they do a double of it, more of it during Star Wars. And I, I think this because they have much so much more content to play. So uh, they have the screens up pretty much every half mile through the entire race. Oh, wow. Nice. Yes. 
it, it's it's a really visual experience. And I think Rob can attest to that from the even in our role year. Yeah, I mean, uh, I remember that from last year, and I remember that being uh, pretty cool. You know, nice little breaks as you were kind of going uh, to see like the movies playing and all these videos playing. Um, and, I, and I just think because Star Wars is a race, I think is probably the best theme they have <clears throat> from a cohesive theme. When you think of the amount of characters that there are, when you think of the music, absolutely. the music is just, it's just so conducive to running. You know, yes, I, I just yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's one of my favorite themes, which which is was so disappointing that the, the the weekend kind of fell flat for me last year. But it sounds like they've improved. They, I think, they took the criticism, and and whether it was from the the run through the woods or or just the ending at Wide World of Sports, which just did did not appeal to a yeah. lot of people during the inaugural year. They really, and and I'll tell you. The fact that we ran three theme parks for the half marathon was really interesting. I mean, you're talking, so, you know, miles one through four were the half marathon. You switch, uh, switching gears a little bit. So we were talking about the course for the 10K, Megan, went from, you know, kind of straight down world drive. The half marathon course was crazy in the beginning. And, and I would urge anybody who has a chance to go look at the course map to look at it because it was insane. The first mile was the weirdest thing I've ever run in my life. It, it curved. It, I can't even describe because, you know, normally as a visually impaired runner, when I'm out there running, I'm following bodies. My, my buddy was with me and I just kind of hook onto people and run. And this race, so... This is what's going to be interesting because I think people can see it in the preview video. You can see the fireworks behind me and how close they are. Oh, that yes. shot, that shot. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that was the best shot out of your whole preview. <laughs> I mean, okay. the whole thing was there, amazing, but with the fireworks going off behind you. Oh my gosh. I love that part. There that are fantastic. More, you have to realize something. There is more of that that I didn't show you because I didn't have a lot of time. I just picked a couple of things. They had us do this thing. You have to go look at the map, and I'm drawing it with my hands because it was so crazy. We didn't shoot down World Drive. You kind of came out of the ticketing and transportation center parking lot, and you you they took us onto an access road, and we actually ran around the parking lot. And you made several U-turns in the parking lot and out onto other access roads. So the entire time I was running, now there were 24 mini waves. A through G were the corrals and they did 24 mini waves. So as I was running, I was in wave number four or five. Mm -hmm. I was in corral C. And I saw the fireworks. I could see them within arm's length until I want to say probably the 12th or 13th go because mm -hmm. they were not only behind me like you saw once or twice they were through the trees to my right they were through the trees to my left they were running us like in these crazy u-turns and every time you'd make a turn you'd hear the go and see these huge fireworks again and it was so the first mile in itself was just incredible because you had fireworks the entire time you were running yeah yeah, and then and then you hit mile two, and you got the the battle of the Ewoks, you know, for a good quarter of a mile. 
I mean, and it was just the most incredible experience to hear all of that screaming in the woods and have all these bodies around you. And if you listen really closely, somebody's like, how did you see? And I said, I really didn't. You know, that's the whole purpose of me carrying that GoPro is that I can kind of just point it with the gimbal. It, it carries itself. And um, and if you listen really closely through my editing, I let some of the, the audio bleed out. I did run into somebody at one point when Chewbacca was screaming because I couldn't see where I was going either. So, yeah, they took, they took, you know, they took, they took a painstaking look at this and how to keep people visually interested. Um, and then, and then for the next two miles, there were, um, whether it was just generic cast members out there encouraging people to go, there were, and, and Rob can remember this from the first race. The, the music is incredible. They play, you know, you've got, you've got knockoff rock Star Wars themes mm -hmm. and um, uh, music from the different movies. And they were just playing in the woods, playing on speakers. Uh, occasionally uh, the movie would be popping up on top of a, one of their, their mobile vans. So they really kept you visually interested for that first four miles. And I think, I, I think I was saying on, on, camera as I was running, I kept saying, oh, this is it. This is going to be really boring. And it uh, turned out it wasn't. So, uh, and then you hit the last eight miles and you were in the theme parks the whole time. Nice. That's nice. Cool. They, they really did a, a nice job of, uh, yeah, I'm sure you had that stretch on Osceola Parkway, which is normal. Um, they have That's to get horrible. you. Yeah. 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 They have to get you from Animal Kingdom. You have to. Right into Hollywood studios somehow. Um, but it, it was really a fascinating experience just to, uh, and I, I, so I wouldn't say I, I wasn't going to run 2019 or 2018, but I'm, I'm leaning toward maybe doing the half marathon. Cause it was just, it was just a blast. Uh, I may come up with the money for, uh, for another thousand <laughs> dollar weekend at, uh, at Walt Disney world, just to do that one again, because it's it was like money. <laughs> As as you said to me, it's just money. <laughs> just sign up. Just sign up, Gerald. Gerald, well, how did you? How did you... Go ahead. I'm sorry, Rob. Go ahead. I was going to say um, one of one of my biggest problems with last year's weekend was the transportation. How how did you find the transportation to be this year? Uh, and in in what way are you talking about the resort buses? Yeah. So I mean, I, I remember last year trying to get out of Wild World of Sports was just a mess. Um, it, it just, it took forever. The lines were long. It felt like the buses weren't really moving. It was like a log jam because it was like one access in and out. So it was like, we had to let traffic come in before we could go out. You know, again, I, it's a funny thing, Rob. I come at this one from such a different perspective than other people because I, I don't see those lines and traffic backups like other people can. You, you'll see it at a distance. Mm -hmm. Um, I tend to, I tend to rely on a lot of the, the, the kindness of strangers here in the South, as they say, uh, to get me where I need to be. And I'll, I'll just ask people where to go. And I don't a lot of times notice that. And I, and this could come from being a pass holder from 10 uh, of 10 years now um, and learning to kind of ignore the crowds at Disney world and, and, and I say this, uh, you know, I have a good friend I go with all the time. I say we ignore the crowds respectively um, or, or respectively because, you know, a lot of people kind of uh, do their own thing and at the expense of others. We, you know, there's a way to have fun and really not notice everything else that's going on. I would say the resort transportation was fine this time. Uh, 10K, 
I finished, um, got into the parking lot, and I, I, I had made a, a, a kind of a goal in the beginning because I saw how long the lines were. Um, and, and you'll see that in some of the video, the lines were just incredibly long before you, you got into your corral just to get your picture taken. And you know what I'm talking about. And they'll start saying, Hey folks, 20 minutes, yeah. we're going to close the lines down. You've got to get to your corral. And I just said, I can't do this. I'm not going to wait in this line. I, I have kind of a, a, a goal in mind for my video and I'll run around just trying to get a lot of shots. I mean, that's my whole being, you know, I want to get about a hundred shots before I get into that crowd. That way I can have something to put together. And I said, okay, I'm going to go after. And, um, I did, and I closed the place down. <laughs> so I was actually probably on the last bus that left. So there was no log jam and there were no crowds left. Uh, but I did get my, my picture taken with every character cause I stayed till the end. Um, and we, we did something kind of similar, I think, on Half Marathon Day. We only did uh, Darth Vader, but we stayed after people were done and and uh, waited in line. And, of course, you know, there, there had to be a thousand people waiting to get their picture. Oh, Darth, yeah. Right, yeah. right. But but what else are you going to do? Right, right. Make so, your money's worth. Stay for that picture. Absolutely. And that's the thing. I'm, I'm like, okay, you know. I'm probably, this is my thought process on it. I don't know how other people think, but I'm probably not going to go running to the theme park. A lot of people do. I live here, so I kind of have the luxury of saying, I've been there. Mm-hmm. So I look for kind of the things that I can do post-race there at the finish line. Yeah. And I, I know a lot of people go get a beer. I didn't even know they had a beer tent. It shows you how naive I am. Uh, $14 for a souvenir beer glass. I mean, the woman in line next to me had a beer. Uh <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't have enough money in my, my waste pack. So, but yeah, they have a beer tent. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of things to do um, yeah. after post race. And, and then you just kind of take your time getting back to the, you know, back to the hotel and go have dinner afterward. But uh, yeah, I, it, just, it was an interesting weekend. And I, I mean, I hope a lot of people felt, feel the same way I did, that they really kind of stepped up their game yeah. Uh, this time and, and got a lot of extra characters there in the parks. And I mean, I, I did the same thing we did for princess. I waited till about halfway through the half marathon, halfway through the 10 K. And that's when I started getting the, the character, you know, pictures and it was easier. It was, you know, I waited till after animal kingdom and mm-hmm. I was able to reach for the lightsaber you know, with the, what was that, what was that creature in the ice cave? I forget what it was, you know, that came after Luke Skywalker, but they had that, that picture stop. And, and I got my picture with Darth Maul and I'm trying to think of some of the other ones, but it was, you know, there, there was some availability. If you waited while everyone else was probably running behind, I felt like, okay, I've got plenty of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually finished with, you know, for me, I thought it, it, it 12, 20 pace about was, was okay. It's awesome. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. Right. That's fantastic. Now, I, I definitely, I mean, I have to admit that I'm not like a big Star Wars fan, although my generation, we were the ones that got to experience Star Wars first coming out, and it was just like, ah, oh my gosh. But I, I definitely want to do this race. I'm hoping in 2019. 2019. Uh, Kessel Run. Let's do it. 50 like years. Wait, wait, wait. When do you turn 50 again, Gerald? I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm 2019, so I'm celebrating that year, hopefully, by running every single run Disney race. So you I claim it. I don't want to say. 
Stop. <laughs> Stop. Hey, hey, you know what? We have to leave him guessing. You're not supposed to tell everybody how old you are. <laughs> oh, she, put, she told everybody. I'm, about my, it. I'm proud of my age, darn it. I've had 48 fantastic years on this earth. I have to have 48 more. So I claim my age. But, you know, I... You guys have all of you done um, have all of you done California races? Yes. Yes. My favorite. See, that's where I think I don't have the uh, I I don't have a reference point to kind of uh, compare and contrast Walt Disney World to uh, you know Southern California and and how they they and so none of you have done the light side yet. I would assume. Not yet. No. The, the, no. The still to be still to be announced light side if they're going to do it, but. Uh, yeah, that's. I, I kind of want to see what the difference is because I hear it's it's it is a, it, there is a big difference from running yeah. on a you know a very large property here in Florida as opposed to running in the city in in California. I didn't think I was going to love the Disneyland races as much as Disney World, but they're fantastic. It's just they're more laid back and charming and just I don't know. Disneyland Half Marathon was just. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Oh, Refer so. back to our archive, the Joyful Miles YouTube page. We have plenty of videos about the Disneyland half marathon. <laughs> we weekend. talked about it for like five <laughs> jammed on the run sessions because we, we couldn't get over how much we loved it. Quick, well, Gerald, before... I, think, I think this was great. Uh, thank you so much for coming coming by, taking the time. Tell everybody where we can find you. <laughs> you can find me on Res Runs on YouTube. That's probably the best place. Or on Facebook. Just search for Gerald Resnick. You know, easy easy find. And uh, you'll see my stuff out there. Well, you've been great. And we certainly want to have you back at some point. You're welcome. Um, especially where you're running as many races as you are. Um, and hopefully we'll see you. Are you doing Dopey next year? I am. Uh, I'm leaning toward Wine and Dine. Not sure yet. Doing Dopey and uh, Princess. So, yeah, you'll see me next year. All right, great. Awesome. And ladies, we have uh, a race coming up this weekend. Uh, we're going to be at Broad Street in Philly, um, on the 10-miler. So if you're out there running that race, look out for us. Uh, we'll be around. We'll be in town all weekend. Um, and I don't want to jinx it, but it doesn't look like it's going to rain so far. So I'm not even saying a thing. better year this year. <laughs> if it rains, I'm not coming. Big <laughs> <laughs> that's my town. Got to love Philadelphia. Oh, wow. Well. So um, I think this is a good place to wrap up. I want to thank you all for listening as always. Be sure to check out um, our blog at joyfulmiles.com. And there you can link over to all of our fabulous uh, social media outlets, our YouTube channel. You can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, all those other wonderful formats that we love to talk about and connect with you guys on. We've been getting a lot of comments and a lot of questions. Uh, we love uh, hearing those and answering your questions. So please keep those coming. Uh, we love to hear it. Um, and any feedback for what we do, the YouTube channel, the podcast, um, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes if you have a moment. Uh, those things certainly help us and will help guide us to what we need to be doing better. So for Laura, Megan, Jackie, who's not here, and our special guest this week, Gerald, I want to thank you all for listening. Have a joyful week, and we'll see you soon. You're making One Laura the... cringe right now. You know they... Um... <laughs> You know, Angel loses his wing every time you let your medals clank, right?